0: So welcome to video two. Um, Thank you for everyone that's got in touch. People have asked, hey, how how do I join? How do I become an owner? And things like that. So lots of exciting stuff will be in next video, um, which will be after our public meeting on Wednesday, the 10th of January. And that's where we'll be able to lay out how you become owners of the East Lurrock Community Football Club, which is 100% fan run club. um, And then sort of all the parts that go into that. So I'll touch on some other stuff before I talk about what's next and what you can expect in videos three um, and lots of other bits there. So sort of one of the early things when you're setting up a club is what league do you go and join in? Because it's kind of the chicken and the egg. It's like, what are we looking for in terms of budget players, where to play? Also, there's no point having all that. And then suddenly you're not in a league. So um, it was really difficult on this of sort of bouncing back and looking. Um, and we thought a great place to start is let's just speak to the leagues. Um, there's no point leaving that to the last minute. Speak to them really early. So it was almost around the first meeting we had of a, a working group committee of just reach out to leagues and say, Hey, we're interested in coming back as a club. Um and it helped that there was some name brand people knew instantly. It was like, hey, historic, yeah, we went into liquidation. We're back, new fan run club. Um, how do we join so when your initial club folds if you're taking that club back on as a legal entity you automatically drop at least two leagues um, we're not that same legal entity, we haven't bought that, we don't own East York United as a fan run club, we're an entirely new entity, so that's not even an option so it'd have been dropping two leagues anyway we're in a position where we're something completely new, so First up, we're thinking, hey, can we go in at what you call the Thurlow Nun, which is the 10th tier of English football? Um, We were in the 8th when we folded. um, So we reached out to that league and said, hey, well, what's the process? We don't get how this works. Obviously, we're dropping down. Is it one where there's an extra space and you're just looking for where we fall? Or is it all the leagues, everyone pushes up an extra team of promotion or something like that? So... Um we reached out and we spoke to them and they said, Look, it's it's very unlikely. We don't often do it. Um, there is certainly the possible route to do it of applying to the Thurlow Nun and getting in, but it's not one that is probably very likely. They prefer to, and as is right, support meritocracy, start from the bottom and work your way up. So they said reach out to the Essex Olympian League, um, which is where we plan to apply to go in now. Um and it's down to that league and the league committee to vote on where we land. And th- there's obviously going to be a balance in that. If if you're coming in with hey, there's big plans, there's this, we want to go forward. They don't want to stick you in like their fourth tier of their league. Um, so they seem like a really great bunch. Um, looking forward to getting that, and we will get that full application together. You've got until the middle of March, um, but we want to get that in much earlier. So once the public meeting's done. And once we know where we're playing, everything like that, it'll help. And there is a massive difference between that 11th tier where the Essex Olympian is and the 10th tier of English football where the Eastern Counties, Thurlow Nun, level it is, The requirements are drastic. So if we're going to be honest, the Essex Olympian League, it's some sort of rope or barrier around a pitch. Um, it's really basic stuff. You've got to have some dressing rooms, etc. Once you get into that 10th tier, Suddenly that's the big FA requirement. So you've got to have floodlights, you've got to have a clubhouse, you've got to have boundaries. You have stands for standing and stands for seating. Um, and when it's said the boundaries, there's boundaries around the entire sort of playing facilities. Um, but there's lots and lots of requirements. So um, a dramatic shift. And if you're a new ground going in, so not something that's previously registered, sort of ticked along there is a much higher standard you're expected to meet. So that's going to be a challenge as well. When people go, hey, there's not ground there. Could we go there? Could we register that piece of land as a ground? Suddenly what's expected of you is so much more. So that's going to involve a challenge there. Um, And in terms of sort of process, where to pick that, um, the only thing we decided early on is we want to be in Stamford or Coringham, um, which is, is where we're playing. You could go further afield and you could find those facilities but they're going to cost money. Um, so it's one where no decision has been made. We're doing our due diligence on everywhere. So if, if there's a playing facility with a legal size pitch um, in Stanford or Coringham, we're looking at it and we need that ready by March. This isn't one where we need it ready for June, July for the season. We need it ready for March because the league will not let you in unless you can prove you've got it then. And that's something to keep in mind with promotions and stuff further down the line. You don't win promotion and then you can prove, hey, we'll go find somewhere to play next year um, that meets the requirements for floodlight stuff like that. You've got to have that in place in March just to be ready for the promotion. So important stuff to keep an eye on as we go down the line. Um, and where we play is going to be a fan vote. That's part of the joy of being a fan-owned club. We'll do the due diligence, pull the list together and go, hey, here's the pros and cons of all different decisions. Now we'll vote as ownership. Where do we want to play? Um, so that's the process we're going to go through. So keep an eye out. We've got the public meeting initially. and I'll speak more on the end of like what that process is after that. Um, there. So that's stadium requirements. That's what league we join. Got the public meeting on Wednesday. Um, and that's effectively going to be, if you've been following along on social media, Every Friday, we do a social media post, um, which is all just giving another piece of information of what we've learned, what we've discovered why um, certain things are going different ways. Um, but it's just keeping you updated on the journey. So follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and on all them. I think we just set up TikTok. Not that we're using it yet, but that's one that's on the way. Um, and obviously, we've added YouTube now, and um, which will be coming out with a video every Monday. Um, but there'll be other social media posts through the week for any time we have committee meetings, things like that. We want to keep you updated because we understand there's people around the world. That's several people in America reach out and said, hey, I want to become an owner. You will have the chance to be an owner. No one needs to live or turn up just to support this club. This is a club for everyone. So if you're interested in getting involved in being part of a football club, don't worry about where you live in the world. You're entitled as much as someone like me to get involved. So... Once we have the public meeting, that's laying out the entire business plan, going into more detail than we've done in these weekly social media posts every Friday and sort of answering all of your questions. So we'll go through all that. Then the day after the public meeting, probably about half 10 in the morning, um, we'll release the full business plan online. So that's allowing everyone to look at what we've got planned. It's going to be an eight year plan um, because we want to talk about where we want to land, which is back in the Ishmin North in eight years time. That's our goal. Obviously, it's not one where every aspect of detail five, six years down the line is is in there. But the aspiration is a promotion every two years, which we think is certainly achievable. Um, but it's about having the ground, the facilities to allow us to go through that and the promotion. And the more fans we get, the more budget there is for players, the better the players, the quicker we go up. Um, so it's one that we rely on your support if we're going to get where we want to get. And yeah, my dream why not push beyond that? Ishmael North, but let's get there in eight years' time, and then we can talk about how do we get into the National League South back to where we were the, the real glory days of East Thurrock. Um, a pure joy to follow them at that level. Um, so yeah, that, that would be the full dream if we went all the way along the journey. But alongside the business plan, which we'll launch on Friday, um, we're going to launch a series of videos. Um, which will cover sort of fan ownership, community benefits, society, sort of how that all works. So that'll be one video. going to do another video, which is all around the committee structure and the democracy. How are you involved as a fan? What say do you get? What do you get? What does it cost to become a fan owner? Um, we're going to have different payment methods of sort of everything from a monthly to a uh, annual. And then there's a lifetime one. So if you want to sort of fully buy in, um, it's just a different range of options for different people. Um, and then one on where do we play, which league, the process for deciding all that um, will be covered in a separate video. And then one on manager, players, youth teams, all that sort of stuff. So it's been some social media posts. Applications aren't open yet. Had lots of people emailing about becoming a manager, which is great to see. Um, but that's one once you are into the league, that's all then approved. That will be the sort of time where we'll start looking at managers and manager will then bring the players um but that that's kind of just the timeline for where we're at so by all means as always if there's any questions jump in the comment section shoot an email to easthorrock um, cfc at gmail.com um, we've got a website launching since our last video but uh it's all there reach out don't be shy if you've got questions if you want to be involved key thing that's going to be we're going to need lots of people involved um, whether that's a big part or you just say, hey, actually, I want to be involved in assisting with applying for loads of grant funding. That is a really important role. You don't have to turn up to loads of committees. You don't have to do loads of stuff. You can do it in your own time. Um, but it's essential to have someone that takes responsibility for that because if there's four or five people trying to carry this, you're not going to succeed. If we start getting into 20-odd people, each knowing what their particular role is, we can have a really successful club that, We can talk about that eight-year promotion plan and go, we want to go beyond that. We want to be as big as possible. And there's no reason we can't build something that's democratic, transparent, and sustainable. And those are our three key things alongside being 100% fan-owned. But thank you very much for watching. If you can, please get there on Wednesday for the public meeting. It's at the Newt Courthouse in Stanford la hope at 7.30. If you can't make the meeting, keep an eye out on social media for the following day because we'll make sure we put that out. But like, subscribe, um, follow along, and um, I'll be back end of the week talking about how you can become an owner of East Thurrock Community Football Club. Up the rocks.